Hello, and welcome to the Travel Loving Moms podcast. I'm your host, Penny. I have the pleasure of talking with moms from all over the world who travel with their kids. They share their travel stories, how-to tips, and advice with us. I am sure you will enjoy listening to them as much as I enjoy talking with them. All right then, let's get started on today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode 59 where I'll be talking with Renee from 50 and 5th Wheeling. She is an empty nester and travels in a 5th wheel with her husband. I'd like to welcome Renee to the show. Hey, Renee. Hey. Oh, good. It worked. <laughs> yes. How are you today? I am good. I am good. It, we um, actually got a little tiny bit of snow this morning, so that was interesting. Where are you at? Uh, we are north of Atlanta, Georgia, in Cumming, Georgia. Okay. You're only about two and a half, three hours north of me. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to get snow tomorrow, too, I guess, in the morning, so... Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, Renee, could you tell us a little bit about you and your family? Sure. Um, my name's Renee, obviously. And um, I, my husband, Kelly, and I have been married for uh, 27 years. And we currently are empty nesters. We have uh, two beautiful children. Our daughter graduated college a year ago. So she's living on her own in downtown Dallas with her dog, Millie. And our son is a junior at the University of Arkansas. And um, my husband and I have been living tiny for a year now um, when his job transferred us to Atlanta, Georgia, about a year ago. Did y'all travel for smaller? And what, got, what did your travel look like then compared to now? Okay. Yeah, uh, we moved around a lot uh, when our kids were young with my husband's work. So to visit family uh, was either 12 or 24 hours. And we always drove. We, I think there's only been a couple trips even up till now that we flew with the children. So, um, and it was funny, we used to laugh how they would, you know, their car ride would be 12 to 24 hours. And then they would say, when are we going to go on another trip? And, you know, it's not like most people, you know, an hour or two or something. So they adapted real well to riding in the car and going on trips. And then um, when they were about uh, preschool, kindergarten age, uh, we got a pop-up camper. And so then we started traveling and camping. And we did that for 10 years um, traveling all over the country with our camper. And, um, they were always just very good in the car. Um, back then we didn't have iPads or iPhones. So Mm -hmm. I had to, um, I'd always kind of wrap things like they would give them sticker books and, um, used to be those books. I don't know what they're called. It had like a white marker. And if you rubbed it, things would appear. (laughs) Um, (laughs) we played card games. I would even like wrap their snacks. And so it was just, you know, tried to keep it, um, fun in the car. And, um, sometimes too, we would leave late on trips. Like my husband would work, get home from work Friday and we would head out and drive during the night so that they slept the majority of those trips, um, rather than being awake, just sitting around in the car. Mm-hmm. I'm curious though, when you do that and so y'all don't get to sleep because of course y'all are driving and navigating and stuff like that. How would that work the next day? 
Yeah. Uh, well, and a lot of times, believe it or not, my husband and I, we would drive straight through. Um, he would drive, I'd try to sleep and then we would, uh, switch back and forth. And most times those 12 or 24 hour trips, um, we did straight through just taking turns driving. And then as in the later years, as the kids got older, they of course were able to help, you know, made a huge difference when there's three and four of us, uh, being able to switch and take turns driving. Since they're older and they're out of the house and y'all are empty nesters and y'all travel in an um, fifth wheel, of course. So how does that look for you compared to when y'all used to travel with them? Is it a little bit easier? Is it is it kind of lonely without them? Um, my husband, he jokes that, you know, we are tiny living in our camper and he says when the kids find out where we live we're gonna move and to another <laughs> campground and I'm always like Kelly you know but he's just joking but I do miss my kids I I just had so much fun with them um, when they were growing up and um, so they have done some trips with us in our camper um, recently and um, but the majority of the time it is just Kelly and I so it's kind of neat like you know when you become empty nesters you're so, we were so busy when they were in junior high and high school, going to all their games and their activities. And all of a sudden they're gone off to college doing their own thing. And you look at each other like, uh, what do you want to do this weekend? And, um, so that's why we had a camper years ago and had sold it when they were in junior high, high school. And my husband said, you know what, let's buy a camper. Why wait till we retire? Let's do it now. So, uh, it was about fall of 2018 we bought the camper and started um, going camping and traveling uh, with our kids with friends and stuff and um, it's been fun you know you kind of go back to okay what did we do before we had kids so we're back to camping and biking and golfing with friends and um, you just really reconnect with friends too that you've been so busy you haven't been able to spend time with because you're running around with your kids and going to all their activities what do they think about y'all traveling like this or living in a, a fifth wheel? Um, they think it's pretty cool. My daughter actually, um, she has the travel bug also. Uh, she went to Bali this past summer. She was supposed to go to China next month. Um, so instead she's doing a trip to California with a friend. So she, she loves to travel. She would love to have one of those vans and travel around the country, but um, she's got to figure out how to make a living to do that also. <laughs> but, and then my son, I'm sure, um, is the same, but you know, he's in college. And so he's, he's grounded having to study and, you know, 10 class and all that kind of stuff. So he can't, he can't be out and about as much, but mm -hmm. they, um, I think they really think it's cool that plus the whole tiny living, um, you know, we, we had a, a house and, you know, being 20, married 27 years, and we lived in that house uh, in Texas for 14 years, so with two kids, it was a lot of stuff that, you know, I had to get rid of and downsize. Um, we donated, sold most everything, and then um, are living in our camper now in the Atlanta, Georgia areas. How hard was that to let everything go? At first, I had a hard time with it. My husband was like, just get rid of it, just donate it, you know, and uh I, I kind of would open a box and just be overwhelmed and be like, okay, I got to come back to that box. And, but it took me, it was probably a total of five months. It, I sold most all of the big stuff prior to the move, but then it was a lot of more of the small stuff, personal stuff, the kids um, stuff from the, when they were kids, 
So that just took me quite a bit longer time to go through. We did save, we have a, um, some of the kids stuff stored at a relative's house, um, in Michigan for, cause I was like, I've kept it this long. I can't get rid of it. You know, some of their childhood memory and school memory stuff. So we do still have that. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it's once it's gone, it's very freeing. Um, and then you find yourself, you're just constantly thinning down to, you realize, well, I don't need all this. And, um, but it, it's a process getting to that point for sure. And that was going to be one of my questions when you were talking about downsizing is where do you put your stuff? And, and so you answered that as far as you could put it at a relative's house or something. So that makes it, you're not having to pay for, um, a storage unit or something. So that's great. Well, actually, we do have a 10 by 10 storage unit. Um, when we first moved here, it was a 10 by 30. And I just, you know, donated stuff, sold stuff, uh, gave stuff to charities, churches, stuff like that. But it's down to a 10 by 10. And in that we keep our, our kayaks, our bikes, uh, golf clubs, some a couple of bins of off season clothes and some tools. So we, we do still have one small storage unit. Oh, that's really cool. So is that, do you use that unit close to you in the Atlanta area? That way y'all can go and get the stuff you need. So that's not at storage for like furniture that you want to go back to. That's storage for the stuff that you can use while you're traveling. Is that correct? Correct. Right. Yeah. So most every weekend, um, if the weather's nice, we are, you know, we are traveling or camping and we're biking, hiking, kayaking. We've really gotten into um, hiking um, a lot of the North Georgia mountains here. And then we um, spent a week in Asheville, North Carolina. So we took the bikes with us. And um, next week we're headed down to Savannah, Georgia. So I'm really excited about that. We're going to take the camper mm -hmm. and, and go stay a week down there. Awesome. Well, I'd never thought about that. So that's kind of a good tip. So if there's stuff, if you're in a place long-term and you have, like you said, kayaks, bikes, winter's clothing, whatever, and you don't have enough room in your camper or your van or something, that's a great idea. So thanks for sharing that with us. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it is hard to get down to, you know, you've got to have a couple things of place to store, you know, that we're using. Mm -hmm. But uh, but for the most part, yeah, it's it's not, you know, stuff or furniture or things like that. So your husband's work, you said, brought y'all to Atlanta. Is his work mobile so y'all could keep moving or is it he's localized to Atlanta and then y'all can just travel when he on the weekends or something when he has time off? Yes, uh, it's the second one. He, he works for General Motors and uh, he works out of the regional office in Alpharetta. So um, mm -hmm. it does keep us stationary. Um, and so right now we're limited to, you know, weekends or vacations or holidays when we can, um, you know, go on week long or longer trips. Uh, we've been doing a lot of weekend day trips, you know, exploring all around downtown Atlanta, North Georgia, mm -hmm. um, South Carolina, stuff like that. But, um, the goal too, part of living tiny, uh, um, is going to enable us to save money and, um, the goal is in two years, he'll retire at 55 and then um, he'll work half the year up in Michigan with my father. And then during the cold winter months, we'll be able to travel six months of the year um, in our camper. So we're looking forward to that also. Well, that's a wonderful goal. You know, it's like that's that's our plan. Sometimes God has, uh, has other plans, but that that's the plans for now. So. Yeah. <laughs> 
my aunt lives in the Austell area of Atlanta. So I know Atlanta pretty well. I've lived there off and on my whole life. But Alpharetta is a beautiful, beautiful part of Atlanta. It is. And then, um, well, and originally, too, when we had bought the camper in September and then it was that December um, he found out he was being relocated to Atlanta. And so originally we brought the camper out here with the intent of him to live in it until we found a house. But we found this campground, Twin Lakes RV Park in Cumming, Georgia, and it's absolutely beautiful. It's in a nice location. And then it's just, you know, a couple exits down the highway is his job. So we got here and we kind of looked at each other and we're like, you know what, why not? Let's try it. And we were like, if it doesn't work or we hate it, or we think we're going to kill each other or something, I'm just kidding. But um, we could always, you know, buy a house or rent an apartment or something. And, um, and we found that we just absolutely love it. So mm-hmm. it's really given us freedom to travel and explore. And we're not, um, we're not committed every weekend to having to, you know, mow the lawn or clean that big old house and stuff like that. We're just, it's just the two of us and we can just go and, and explore and travel. And it's just been really fun. Oh, I love that. And I was thinking that same thing when you were talking about um, him and y'all staying in the um, RV park is you don't have to mow the lawn. You don't have a big house to clean. I'll tell you uh, just a short story. So me and my brother are almost a year apart and my brother bought a house bought this big house he's got a big yard and he's putting all this money into it and everything like that and I'm just my parents said why can't you be more like your brother because I want to we're doing a van towards the middle of this year and um, I'm like I don't want that I don't want that kind of responsibility or have to spend that kind of money and stuff and and I see how he's stressing out and I'm just like yeah I don't want that lifestyle yeah oh well good for you good for you are you going to yeah. travel nonstop or what is as soon as the in finding you was talking about your daughter earlier um, with the financial, that's kind of where I'm at. Once the money situation gets figured out, because what we're doing in May, when my daughter gets out of done with third grade, we're moving in with my parents to save money, pay bills, buy the van, we're not really saving money. We're putting it into the van mm-hmm. and then travel but she'll start homeschooling for next year. That way um, we're not having to work around the school schedule as much. We would just have to work around my work schedule, but I'm hoping by the end of the van build, I will have everything situated so we could be out on the road, but we want to travel full time and we want to do international later on when she gets a little bit older. Um, But yeah, that's the goal. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you'll, I mean, we have no regrets here. So um I'm sure you guys will love it. And your daughter will just learn so much seeing all the different beautiful places in this country and elsewhere in the world when you travel international too. So, Yes, ma'am. And she's a, she's a good candidate, I think, to travel. She'll be a good travel partner for me. Yeah. Because <laughs> she, she, she always tells me, I don't care what we do, mom, as long as we're together. Aww. So I won't have to. I won't add too many problems with her. Well, Maybe good. until she gets older. <laughs> I really just loved that time um, back when they were younger and we did all that traveling and camping and, you know, we just a lot of time together and playing games and exploring. We did a lot of like geocaching and mm-hmm. um, camping and hiking and biking. And, um, and then when they got a little older, we also started traveling 
uh, with a group of friends and we did like uh, four wheeling and motorcycling. We'd go to like Mena, Arkansas. And um, so those were really fun trips too. You're, you're camping and then you're also spending all day driving around in the woods and exploring. And this is really neat stuff. So. I'm so glad that y'all got to spend that time with your kids and traveling and seeing different things and, and putting that instilling that love for travel into them. I think that's awesome of y'all. Yes. I, 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 like I said, I just think it's, it's such a great family bonding um, mm-hmm. thing to be able to do. And um, it seems like more and more people are, trying to do the the tiny living and it's just time together that you'll treasure forever and um when we did get rid of the camper and they were in junior high high school you know they were busy with their activities but many times they would say you know we miss camping we miss all those fun times traveling together and um and then before you know it they're off on their own you know they're doing their own yeah. thing and so you try to carve out time where you can still get together and still travel and spend time together but it gets a little harder the older they get yes and I think that's some good advice too and and I believe the reason why parents or families are starting to travel so much is one homeschool is just becoming huge road school and world school and whatever you want to call it because of the school systems and then two is because everyone wants to go tiny because of the price of homes, the price of apartments, it's just ridiculous mm-hmm. that, you know, the, how uh, the fluctuation of everything that we have to spend money on is going up. And it is just crazy. Yeah, it, it sure is. It really is. And then, you know, so many people come out of college with so much um, debt mm-hmm. these days, too. So it uh, really makes a difference. That's for sure. Well, Renee, do you have any advice for traveling with kids? If you can remember something that um, you learned along the way when they were younger. Um, I mean, I guess, you know, like I said, when, when they were younger, we didn't have, uh, towards the end, we did kind of have uh, the TV and the movies in the car and, you know, things like that. But, um, you know, like I said, I just always had activities in the car for them to be able to do. Um you know, we always just talked about, you know, it's going to be a fun adventure. And um, they were always so excited about going places. But um, and then, like I said, one thing, it was a little bit hard on us. But when they were little, we would drive at night, um, just so for those long 12 and 24 hour trips. um, So they weren't, you know, in in the car bored during the day. But um, I just think, you know, it's it's if you can do it and you have the time or you have the chance, you know, even if it's just weekend trips or, um, you know, just around your own town, enjoying time with your kids and doing things together, um, you know, carve out what you can because, and turn off the TVs and turn off the computers and iPads as much as you can and spend that time together because, uh, they, they do grow up so fast. I mean, people told me that all the time and, and, you know, mine are grown, they're off on their own doing their things. So, um, and it just, it just helps make the, you know, those bonds and connections with your kids that you'll have forever. So. Well, Renee, it's been a pleasure talking with you today. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate you uh, letting me be a part of your podcast and, um, and getting to talk to you today. Absolutely. Now, where can we follow you at? Uh, we are on Facebook and Instagram, and it's at 50 and 5th Wheelin', all one big long word. 
and um, we've got uh, photos and stories and um, of all our adventures and travels. So uh, check us out. And, and if anybody is looking to get into tiny living or living full time, um, you know, don't hesitate to reach out and ask any questions. That's what we'd love to share our mistakes so people, other people don't have to do the same. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, wonderful. <laughs> I appreciate you sharing that with us. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. And until next time, may your family be blessed and your travels be awesome. Wow, I hope you enjoyed the show as much as I did. I just love listening to the moms to share their stories and their tips with us. If you'd like to hear more episodes, you can subscribe and listen on Spotify and Apple Podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Pinterest at Travel Loving Moms. You can also go to our website at TravelLovingMoms.com where we have some resources. We have uh, all the guest information. We have a shop on there also. We have some great t-shirts that we just designed and we just started the shop this year. One more thing, if you'd like to be a guest, you can go to TravelLovingMoms.com slash be a guest and fill out the guest form. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Thanks again for listening. Have a wonderful day.